T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The Parkins and Spiegel Show, Dan Bernstein and Jason Leisure with you. I almost got my ass kicked at the bar in Cabo. Who cares? I'm going to Cabo. Woo! I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate myself. There are a ton of TCU fans there. <laughs> there are a ton of... I, I don't know where they came. probably came from Texas. Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog, Texas! But there are a lot of TCU fans who swarmed over to the bar by the Palapa and to, to, to watch the game. Palapa? A Palapa. It's a Mexican structure with palm fronds, essentially gazebo, but spicier and with a south of the border kind of vibe. I'm watching the first half and it's, you know, it's fine. Like, hey, who are you rooting for? I said, I neither. <laughs> uh, neither. You're TCU guy? I, I'm not. <laughs> not. Don't bother me. I'm, a, I'm thinking. That wasn't TCU enough guy. for them to leave you alone? You're Michigan guy? No, no, not. Because there are a lot of Michigan people there, too. And I was just watching and I and was like, so yeah, you, you, I can't tell you're rooting for everybody. Like, who are you rooting for? I don't care. I just want, I just want to watch good football. And I said, so yeah, this, this is good football. And I said, <laughs> what do you think, Larry? Eh. What do you mean, eh? Eh. I said, I just, I don't really like e- e- either one of the quarterbacks all that much. And the TCU guys are, Max Duggan, this is this is quarterback. Like, no, no, not, not really. He, I like his feet. Wow, they're like really soft. Oh, he can really throw it. Nah, I mean, no. Kinda, I guess, sir. Mr. Large, red-faced Texas man. You weren't looking to get into this conversation. No, I left. Right, of course. That was enough. And yeah. then I then I left. I paid for my $17 Corona, and I went back to the room. <laughs> it's official, old buddy. Who has been? What are you talking about? What did that guy tell you? Told me the truth is what you told me. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody filling in today for Parkins and Spiegel. Groats, good to be with you again. Absolutely, man. Been at Hallis Hall already today, and now I get to be with you here until what time today? 545? 645. Uh, oh, sw- oh, wait a minute. I got to try to butter you up. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. You're supposed oh, to do solo six to oh, six forty-five. No. We, we, you, you yeah. got to speak French. We, we oh, are. We, are we. Are we? Are we really? Dude, was it a we? I, no, it's a me. But oh. I'm trying to. Okay. Tanny and Shane already signed up for sticking I, around till six forty-five. Oh, yeah, right. They're laughing. In the other room. 
right. Uh, but I guess You're I'm just. You're on thin ice with me, pal. <laughs> Am okay. I already? No, I'm, I'll join you from 6 to 645. Uh, big news uh, coming from where you were at regarding Chicago Bears starting quarterback Justin Fields today. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the news is, is that he will not play. He will not play in the season finale. Why does that still feel, why does it seem shocking to me? Why does it seem like I mean it's like it's something that we that most of us asked for after watching the game against the Lions and then here it is happening and I'm still so, somewhat shocked. It feels shocking because number 1 we thought that they would draw this out a little bit longer. I thought that Justin Fields would speak as a somewhat precedent had been set earlier this year when he did speak the week that he didn't play. So I fully True. figured that they would stay with the system that they have had all year, and that is to take gamesmanship to the maximum. And Eberflus did not do that today. So I think that that's part of the surprise. And I think the other part of it is is that just didn't think that that would happen. Based on everything that they have said about what this season is for the Bears, it is about development and mostly developing and finding out if you have a starting quarterback for the next 10 years in Justin Fields. So do you think... Mark Grody, that that decision, like who do you think had the biggest voice in the room regarding that decision? Well, I have to go back to Monday when Matt Eberflus did for the first time this year really stress that he'd be having a conversation with Ryan Poles, the general <laughs> manager of the Bears. And he generalized it, saying that they would talk about a number of different players. But that was code for, not even code. I think it was pretty easy I to talk about everybody. Through. We talk about yeah, everybody. Yeah, we talk about, yeah, yeah. Generalize it to, yeah. to be everybody. Yeah. And that wasn't the case. So that it, that was, we'll, we're going to talk about Justin Fields and whether or not he's, it's, we're not going to discuss Jaquan Brisker. Should we shut down <laughs> Kyler Gordon? Is this the game we sit Braxton Jones? No, they had Ryan Poles sat down with his coaching staff and told them what was going to happen for this game. How do you feel knowing that Justin Fields' last game of the 2022-2023 season was a 7-for-21, 75-yard stinker? That sucks. It does. But it was kind of typical of the season for the Bears, or even you want to call it the second half of the season, where they were losing and there were bad moments that happened in the games. But Justin Fields ran for over 100 yards, and he had a 60-yard sprint that didn't add up to a touchdown. But we, it was typical. But the like, record. The, but the rushing record. The, yeah, no rushing. I, God, I wasn't well, even thinking see, about that. It, it seemed as though they were trying to get as close as possible to that, even in the second half when they kept on running him. Felt weird. Yeah. But, but you knew it was intentional because he had gotten so close well, to that point. I thought they well, I, they slowed down his running, though, after he was getting stretched out, at least, at least for a couple series they did. But, yeah, I mean, the the record thing, I think Justin Fields would, just like any player, it'd be cool to have it, but he's made it very clear that he does not care yeah. about running. He, he's great at it, and he knows he's great at it, and he knows he's skilled. He's told us his MPH before, so he's into it, but he doesn't really care about his running. Yeah, got his 1,000 yards, and I think that's really probably the milestone he was more you know looking to hit than anything else. If he, if he broke the record, that'd be great. But I think the 1,000 yards says a lot, and... It means a lot to him. But ultimately, not playing in the last game. So we got Peterman, huh? Yeah, yeah Nathan Peterman. Will be All starting. right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peterman Reality Tour. Sick. <laughs> a little bit more on, on Justin Fields and how it all came to be. And it, he came in on Monday morning. Justin Fields did. He told the coaching staff he still had a sore hip, that he was, yeah. un <laughs> that he was uncomfortable. Yeah. 
And then he got, and we talked about this in transition a little bit, the, the magical MRI. Yeah. Yeah. Showed, showed a hip strain. <laughs> and then he would be out for the week. And the and it's not a long-term injury. Status would be the same if it was the playoffs. Yeah. Is it frustrating to you that it's something that hasn't been discussed in previous weeks, the hip? Where you've heard the show, oh, the hip has, the come, the hip has come it. up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, the hip, yeah, it's come up a little bit. What was what was different about this was that they had the MRI right. done, and then they used that to tell us that he's not going to play. So I, I, you know where I stand. I, I think that there could have been something that could have come out of. I wanted Justin Fields to start. I mean, I said it on the morning show today that I want him to start, and my hunch was that he would start and not necessarily finish. So I was wrong about that. But I still think that you can get something out of this team that would carry over or show promise for in the next year. And I'm not just talking about a win. I'm talking about. You know, we five, talked about this on Monday. Five yards to yeah, or five passes, yards. eighty-seven yards <laughs> to, to Chase, Chase Claypool. Claypool, and all of a Three sudden, touchdowns. all of a sudden, Bears fans would be like, "Yeah, he kind of sucked before, but that last game that right. felt pretty good." So stuff like that. Still can't get that with Nathan Peterman. No, because Nathan Peterman's not going to be your starting <laughs> quarterback next year. So who cares? Well, like, at least you see the potential. You, see, you can see Chase Claypool have a I, good I, game, I, right? I, which I, is I, what you'd want. I, I guess. But then if that happened, then everybody would question Justin Fields. Hey, why didn't Justin Fields make that pass I, to I, Chase Claypool? I just, you know those memes, Grody, where the guy has like a cigarette in his hand. He's like, you know, Jordan, Schmorden, Borden, I don't care, Bears by 50 or whatever. I wish Justin Fields would have came out and had like one of those moments. Like, you know what? I'm not playing in this last game. You know, I, I, I got my health. I want, I want to be good. Like, you know, you just want a little bit of real. Because when you hear that, when you hear the, the, the press conference with Eberflus, it just doesn't feel that way. Well, I think there was a. I understand what you're saying. The, there and there was definitely real with Justin Fields because he came in on Monday and said, "Yo, my hip is sore." Yo, yo, so yo! I, I, I got to start. <laughs> <Dude>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's yo. Sorry, it's yo. Yo, what's up with this yo, hip yo, thing, yo. man? It's whack. These hips, man. Yo, we got to get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. Okay. Good for you. It's <laughs> Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel here on 670. The score, of course, the news breaking. Justin Fields will not play week 18 versus the Minnesota Vikings. Nathan Peterman will get the start. Um, I'm, I guess I'm still trying to just, you know, get my bearings underneath me in, in regards to this news breaking because I'm trying to see how I feel, right? Because the narrative all year long is like, hey, He's, you know, when he's healthy, he's playing. We're going to evaluate him. And then, I don't know, it just, just smells a little fishy to me, you know? And I, I, I under- Fishy how? Like, as in they, they, he's not hurt and they're just protecting him and I mean, protecting the draft? Like, like, is he hurt? What would every NFL player tell you in Week 18? Everyone's Everybody's hurt. hurt. Right? We're all feeling so something. the right. level of it, I, I just, it feels like they came in and somebody was like, yo, yo, yeah, don't play this guy. Yeah. And then they have to do, like, you know, the game, they have to play the game where, where it doesn't seem like they're just holding him out, that it is something other than that. So are you worried that it's an, a real injury? No. I'm, okay. I'm, I, think it's, I think it's BS. Oh, I think they're just shutting. BS. I think they're just saying, Justin, it might be. Put, his, put your it, arm it, around Justin Fields' shoulder. It, it could you're be. You're not playing but, today. But, but, but let me ask you or this. Why weekend? would they BS at this point? You don't think that the Bears fan base? Because I mean, it's, we, P, you, it's PR. Because it's, no, it's the, the Bears. Because it's the NFL. Because you don't want to do that. You don't want to answer 20 other questions. And you rather just say, we have an MR. So the follow-up should have been, can we see the MR? <laughs> 
right? And I know you can't, right? right. Because of HIPAA and stuff like that. But that, like that, that's what I'm talking about. They're they're putting stuff out there. Yeah, it's like house but, of but bears. Usually, usually house of cards. the PR things occur when they think it would be a bad outcome if they were to be honest. If they were just to come out and say, if this is the case, that Justin Fields, look, we just he, he's he's banged up. Yeah, because, we all know about the hip injury, so we're gonna we're gonna sit him out for the final game. Everybody, seventy percent of the listening audience. Would be saying good move, Bears. Right, but everybody in in that in that media room, like yourself, would then recall Eberflus's statements where if he's healthy, he's playing, and it would just it's, oh, okay. it's, it's that whole thing. So they're afraid that we would hold them I don't to know the letter. Afraid, the, but just you know. Well, so then, then you're putting it on us. Then you're saying, ah, you guys, you know, now he's well, got. Exc- you're he a byproduct of us. Well, yes, you so. say you're saying he can't be real because the yes. media will play gotcha with because him because there's a week left, and All he's right, like, so get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, hey. MRI, hip thing. Got it? All right. Hey, there, <laughs> there, like, hey, there it's is. It's Chicago. Like, that's exactly look, what happened. There is here. some of that. I mean, Matt Eberflus came out today and in his opening statement told us all that. We didn't have to pry any information from Matt Eberflus today. That would not have happened two weeks ago. So, to the point of, hey, it's the end of the season. Things are wink, wink. You guys can kind of see right. what we're trying to do here. We are trying to preserve our quarterback. We're not trying to preserve our quarterback. You can read into it however you want. I think the Bears are saying. Do you, Grody, because you've been in that room every single week, do you feel as though you've noticed uh, Eberflus being shorter or, or, or yeah. more short than usual? Um, yeah. No. No. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's what I hear. I, I hear people ask some questions in these post games that I'm watching, and it's just like, what, what, what was once a two sentence answer is now a two word answer. Hmm, I, I guess I didn't. I wasn't there a lot last week because I was hosting, so I don't know if that's something that just started to manifest itself, like okay. literally in the last couple of weeks that okay. you've been listening, okay. or. But I have not noticed that. You know, Matt Eberflus. I actually would say the opposite. Like he gives. Because you got you, you can't think of it as coach speak because he actually says stuff like beyond coach like he actually explains things sometimes especially on the Mondays after games where he will get technical and he, he's pretty smart about the things that he says so I, I I give him that for whatever the hell that's worth. All right, well listen, let's get an let's listen to the audio from uh, Coach Eberflus after the break. Get a chance to hear from him and then try to dissect some more things that are happening there again. Justin Fields not playing on Sunday versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we'll hear from Coach Eberflus and what he had to say about his quarterback not starting after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel right here on 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Are you kidding me? Tune in to Twitch. Afternoons on the score. And, of course, great to see Hub. Hub, uh, love seeing you, man. I've been praying for you. Uh, I know a lot of people have. And uh, it's uh, really good to see you. So, appreciate it, man. Always love a little love for Hub Arcus, especially coming from Chicago Bears head coach Matt Eberflus. Man, today was something at Hallis Hall. How so? I, I walked into the media room into the little workroom area attached to the media room. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Now we're all catching on to that now. 
And there's a gathering of pe- people in at the workstations, and I kind of panic because usually that means there is Bears personnel gathering the media around to share some news. So you have a ton of FOMO. Yeah, at that moment. Okay. which is it's very dramatic when that happens. So, right, definitely had a fear of missing out. Yo, 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 yo. You don't got to do that. <laughs> so anyway, I, I see all the people gathering around. I'm like, what am I missing? I go throw my you know, my backpack off, and there, there's Hub Arkish holding courts in the media room for the first time. It's the first time any of us have gotten to see him since that day in training camp, and I was there when he when he collapsed. And so, And I've communicated with Hub a little bit and with his son Arthur throughout the whole ordeal, but I saw him for the first time today. And it was the most emotional I felt just seeing the man alive because it, it, you heard about the great success. I've heard him on the score, but then to see the man after thinking that we lost him, yeah. that Hub, I thought Hub was going to die. And then to see Hub finally see him, 35 pounds lighter, by the way, to see him was great. And I, I saw him and I, I just said, Hub, can I give you a hug? And how long have you worked alongside Hub Arkish? Uh man, I've been either listening to or work. See, Hub used to do. You might not know this. Hub Arkish used to be in the Bears radio booth with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. Oh, really? And before that, Wayne Larravee and Dick Butkus and lots of guys. So I used to listen to Hub years ago, and I've been you know working with Hub probably since 2010 on a professional basis since I was full time at the score. So and and you know he's always been one of my favorite people to just listen to. Like I he's one of those guys who I separate the coworker, the friend and I'm like, "Oh, Hub's on? I got you know, I got to listen to what Hub's going to say." So it it yeah, it was just amazing to to see him today in person and able to in, embrace him and it, say, "Glad you're back." Of course. Man. I mean, it's always good seeing him there. I only had the only time I had a chance to work with Hub was on NBC Sports Talk Live where I sat on a couple okay. of panels in. Yeah. And then, you know, you just kind of sit back and let him do his thing because <laughs> yeah. how are you going to try to, like, weigh in on some Bears conversation? Yeah, no, and I don't know, know what you're talking about, Gabe. All right. I mean, uh, in all honesty, I mean, okay. I mean, I love you, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, Gabe, that's just, it's simply not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's, now that you said that. It's amazing that you would say that. So, so what happened, the one, the one time there I was, was on never, there. There never, ever any real closure <laughs> on the possibility that, that he shot someone in Philadelphia. <laughs> So wait, 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 I'm sorry, Gabe. I need to hear that one more time, please, please. There was never ever any real closure on the possibility that that he shot someone in Philadelphia. (laughs) Now that I think about it, it is pretty funny. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Tanny to go. Let's whiteboard that. (laughs) Let's whiteboard that. I don't think it needs whiteboarding. Person died, and Hub is giggling. (laughs) Right. Or does it need whiteboarding? No, let's leave it as it is. Okay, yeah. let's do that. Oh man. So anyway, you worked with Hub. No, I was just—I yeah. was going to tell the bad story about oh. Hub and I and him. No, go ahead. Telling me that I was wrong too. Hub would appreciate I just, it. I, just, I think Hub would appreciate it. So we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I love we were, all this stuff. We were talking about quarterbacks for the Chicago Bears, and I threw out there. I'm the the the, the lowly new guy, and I'm like. You know, I was like, I kind of like Nick Foles. I think, you know, he's, he's playing for the Jaguars Ooh. at the time. And I was like, I was like, I think he wants out of town. I was like, I think he might make his way. And Kaplan turns to Hub and goes, Hub? And he goes, nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and then I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, he just uh, shot me down. Crap. 
But then two months later, the Bears signed Nick Foles in the NFL. Game. Oh, so, so it's a little shade, little shade, but you know, it's just the same time. Okay, you got some redemption. Anyway. Actually, I don't know. Maybe maybe we need to reverse course here a little bit because Hub said something on the afternoon show that about I wanted, Justin Fields. Uh, that I want. Yeah, no, let's let's do the Fields first. To, yeah, go ahead and tease that Hub for the afternoon all right, show. All right, something that I wanted to play for you specifically. So, okay. <laughs> wait, what? I'm ready. <laughs> So are we doing yeah. that or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're doing that. Yeah, let's we, stick to how we had a plan. Yeah, let's talk about you know, flutes and fields. Th- yeah, no, but we just we don't have enough time for that right now. Okay, but let's see okay. flutes and fields. Let's stay on track. For your oh, we suggestion. have to take a break now. They're doing their job. We're we're supposed to be doing ours. I don't understand what's supposed to happen now. We're supposed to take Eber a break Flew's, right now. No, Ibrahim talking about Justin okay. Fields. Okay, okay. <laughs> the audio that you told him to queue up. <laughs> that's the, Thank that's you. We're gonna go to. Right I'm now. sorry, I was playing the Spiegel part. I wasn't listening for a second. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you need some more time to kind of wrap your arms around Justin's season as a whole and, and what you've seen from him, or do you have a pretty good handle on that right now? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, we had a visit yesterday when we talked about, you know, him not going this week, you know, with, you know, with him shutting him down and him, you know, the medical staff saying that he's not going to be able to get it done, and certainly he feels that way too. But, you know, we had a chance to visit a long time about what we – what we're discussing, his improvements and all those things. And, and again, I want more time to be able to process that um, and go through it, you know, with the coaches and with him and, and so we can have a detailed plan for him going going into the offseason. For sure. Obviously the passing game has been a struggle for much of the year. With Justin as the engine of that, what, what are some focus areas you want him to be dialed in on as he goes into 2023? Yeah, just much of what I've said over the course of the season. You know, just the rhythm and timing of it. You know, uh, being able to uh, ride the pocket and deliver the ball down the field. Um, but there's a lot of nuances to that. There's a lot of detail to that. You know, so we're, we're excited about that going, going forward, you know, into the next week. But our main focus right now is Minnesota. You know, we're, we're focused on them and we're focused on, you know, getting a victory there uh, in Soldier Field. That one more week would have given you much more of a sample size. But when we talk about Justin as a passer, can you, maybe not now, but do you have enough to evaluate him on as you say he got better in this area, he needs to work in this area, or is it an incomplete grade given the circumstances this season? Yeah, good question. Um, I would say that uh, it's probably both. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I think that uh, he did make improvement, though. I mean, you could see where he improved. Um, you know, the scoring offense was was really, you know, hitting all cylinders there, you know, midway or a little bit past that. So, uh, you know, I think that hit a lot of lineup changes, you know, with the receivers and the offensive line and, the, you know, the running back going out and all those things. But uh, that certainly is impa- impactful to the offense. Um, so you have to be able to look at that. That is Bears head coach Matt Eberflus today out at Hallis Hall, and it is the season. Now we start to look at the the larger picture. And I, actually, I should say we're starting to get actual answers on the, the bigger picture with Justin Fields and evaluations and such. But he wasn't lying in anything he said right no, there. Justin no. Fields did get better, maybe not to the level that he wanted no. or that anyone else maybe have wanted, but in terms of being better, he pointed to the – you know, points per game for the Chicago Bears during that stretch. So, I mean, there's things there, but I think any quarterback, you know, heading into their third season has something to work on. Oh, absolutely. And he said, and he has said this before, the rhythm 
and the timing, and he wants to see the flow to the offense because that's such a great point by the Flus because if you watch Bears games and you have watched them all, so have I, obviously, and a lot of the people listening right now have watched every second of Bears football this year, it often looks disjointed, the offense does. There isn't a rhythm and a flow, and then he used the word and other nuances. Now, that's the part <laughs> that we may not ever know. Like, what are they actually working out with Fields to make his passing better? The, the, the ambiguous nuance. Yeah, and I was talking to Clay Harbor yesterday, a former NFL player, and he was mentioning just, you know, because I asked him, I said, well, Clay, why aren't they going, like, why isn't Getsy creating some sort of offense where uh, where Justin Fields can drop back and quickly get rid of the ball, a la Tom Brady, two seconds before you release it? And he pointed out and reminded me that in the beginning of the season, they did try to do that. They tried to operate that sort of offense, and then that's when they had their pseudo bye week and, and, and changed the entire offense to kind of fit Justin Fields' uh, strengths. And to me, that when I think about the flow of an offense, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, you know, throwing in a little bit of no huddle, but quick passes mixed in with your, your design yes. quarterback runs. Slants. And, yeah. you know, just yeah, those kind of uh, things right. that I think are simple, but – we haven't seen that. We haven't seen, we haven't enough seen it. Enough of that. And and, uh, and all the people calling for that. There's Matt Eberflus, it, it, you know, in a generalized way, admitting that yeah, you what you're right. That needs to be worked on, and the nuances that go with it as well. The other cut I want you to hear from Matt Eberflus actually comes from this week as well, but it was on Monday, and I went back and listened to it t- today. And the the question is is what why is Matt Eberflus so why is the locker room so upbeat? with what is going on this season but he gets into a little bit of fields evaluation in this answer as well you know obviously we're playing a lot of first and second year players um, at this time Uh, that's where our roster is right now and those guys have been getting invaluable experience and doing a good job of of getting in the games and getting that experience so um, that's you know been optimistic uh, from the start from that from that point of view and then obviously you know Justin the way he's played you know during the course of the whole year he's improved he's shown a a lot of good signs uh, of of being the quarterback and doing a good job of leading us um, on and off the field showing signs showing signs of being the quarterback not completely committed to it I think that that's the right phraseology to use and there there was Matt Eberflus saying exactly like kind of saying yeah what what you thought was correct we got a bunch of first and second year players out there so the expectations may not be as high and that's why things can stay upbeat and our quarterback is developing that's what Bears fans have been watching this year and they know that and Eberflus said it on Monday it's cool to see Eberflus go through his you know range of emotions when talking about Justin Fields because you and I have had uh, conversations about what he sounded like after good games and how he praised Justin Fields finally in the middle of the season. And then here he is now, a bit more mundane, kind of matter of fact in describing, you know, what's going on with the team. It's, it's interesting to see him go through that. It is. And the, these are the right answers. And this isn't gotcha radio. It's him saying what we have known and have been talking about, that that before the season started, most people said the Bears were going to have a poor season. Why? Because of what they tore down and the players that they brought in first and second year nondescript yeah. players. And that's why the locker room was allowed to be upbeat because the expectations for those first and second year players, it was not particularly high. And then also in that cut, and I realize the, the bigger answer is more complicated on this team. Our quarterback is developing. Yeah. So that's all anybody has been talking about and wanting to see next year. 
different story. G- Gabe Ramirez is going to lose his mind <laughs> if the Bears don't have at least seven wins. Next at least year. seven yeah. wins. That's going to be it. And of course, they they everyone uh, thought that Justin Fields is going to lead the lead in interceptions. And then you go out and get that first victory versus San Francisco. A lot of things that contribute to an upbeat locker room. Yeah, uh, and those kinds of things. Now, it's Gabe Ramirez. Mark Grody right here on 670, the score filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. On the other side, we get an opportunity to talk to none other than Boomer Esiason in his normal slot. What does he have to say about Justin Fields not playing and a lot of other things happening around the NFL? We'll find out after the break. It's Gabe and Grody right here on 670, the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. With eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 